Hello, listeners. We're broadcasting to you live from the field reporting van of Jollyville Radio, KJVR. I'm Chauncey Applegate. And I'm Spoopy the Boop. We were expecting to bring you play-by-play coverage of the Malakoff public hearing about the rezoning proposals, but the hearing has been abruptly canceled with no explanation. How disappointing! I was so excited to find out if the new liquid soap refinery was going to get approved. In other news, Jollyville Radio is excited to announce that we are hiring an intern. Applications can be found at jollyvilleradio.com. Hey, Chauncey, isn't that Bobby Bradley coming towards the van? It sure is, Spoopy. And Clancy Peachtree, too. I wonder what they want. Ugh, I got enough of Bobby at breakfast. I can't stand that silly voice she puts on. Oh, hey, you two. What's up? Well, what a surprise. We're being joined by KOFF radio hosts Bobby Bradley and Clancy Peachtree. Did we leave something at the table? I mean, other than our pride. My breakfast meeting idea is sure turning out to be a great discussion forum for my innovations. Not quite, Chauncey. We were heading back to the studio to do our morning show, but the car's dead. Any chance you could give us a lift? Sorry, we're actually on air right now. Yes, and we should really get back to it. We're supposed to be covering that public hearing on the rezoning. Say, why aren't you covering that too? Did you know it was going to be canceled? Uh, no, we had no idea at all. And if we had heard anything, we would have told you about it over breakfast. Yep, for sure. Hey, why don't you two just do your show live from our van? It would be a great demonstration of my ideas about the benefits of collaboration. What? Chauncey, this is our show. These people are from Malakoff. I don't know if your station manager would like hosts from another station on your show. Since we have a hole in our programming anyway, what's the harm? It's better than having to kill time with random chatter, don't you think, Spoopy? Well, certainly better than your random chatter, Chauncey. But don't start thinking of this as a precedent, you two. Okay, great. Let's get going then. And we won't, Spoopy. Let's switch chairs then. What could possibly go wrong? Welcome to another episode of Meaningful Mornings with Bobby and Clancy. I'm Bobby Bradley. And I'm co-host Clancy Peachtree, broadcasting live to you today as guests from the field reporting van of Jollyville Radio, KJVR. Many thanks to KJVR co-host Chauncey Applegate and Spoopy the Boop. Hey Clancy, it looks like we've got a few interesting items on a community calendar for today. We sure do, Bobby. Malakoff Rope and Hosser Company is hosting a knot tying competition today, 11 a.m. at the Yacht Club Public Wharf. Sounds exciting. If you don't know how to tell your hosser from your hosshole, you want one of his that. What else do we have, Glancy? Seems like today is a rope theme, Bobby. This afternoon at 3 p.m., Cliff's Climbing Emporium is hosting an abseiling demonstration by famed British rock climber Wallace Holdfast. Ooh, sounds like another must-see event. If you don't know what abseiling means, don't be laying around wondering. Get yourself over there. You won't be let down. Nice one, Bobby. What have we got now? Our next segment is Home Tips, where we try to answer around-the-home questions sent in by our listeners. Let's get Grumpy Sue on the line. Hey, Chauncey, can you show me how to dial out from here? Okay, this is more than I'm comfortable with here. Sure, Clancy, it's easy. 
Any other equipments I can answer with my encyclopedic knowledge? Why don't you just give them the master key to the station while you're at it, Chauncey? Hello, Grumpy Sue's Home Services. What do you want? Hi, Sue. It's Bobby Bradley. We're doing another home tip segment, so please stand by to assist. Roger, Wilco. Our first question is from listener Renee. Renee heard about opening your refrigerator door to cool down if your air conditioner fails. She wonders if that works. That sure seems like a sensible idea. I've stuck my butt in there a couple of times during air conditioner emergencies, and it sure felt good to me. Let's ignore any concerns about eating anything you might have sat on and just focus on the physics of this terrible idea. Just like an air conditioner, a fridge is only a heat pump, which means all it does is move heat from one place to another. When your air conditioner is working, it just moves heat from the inside of your house to the outside, leaving you with a nice cool space. But your fridge just moves heat from the inside of it to the outside of it, which is your kitchen. So when you try to do this, you're really not cooling down your house at all. And to make matters worse, heat pumps are 100% efficient. So they actually generate some additional heat all on their own. In the case of the fridge, that additional heat is also dumped into your kitchen. So the harder you try to make your fridge cool down your house, the warmer you're actually making it. Gee, so much for the common sense idea. What's our next question? Listener Alex wants to know why you have to put a single slice of bread in one particular slot of the toaster. He's a bachelor and a light eater, so he doesn't toast two pieces of bread very often. He's afraid that leaving the other slot empty will make it overheat and cause premature failure of his toaster. Good question! Wouldn't it be better to just alternate slots with the bread to even out the wear and tear? Plus, it would avoid any feelings of jealousy or resentment between the two slots. There's actually a good reason the toaster manufacturers indicate which slot to use for a single slice. It's because the temperature sensor that makes the toast pop up is located in just one slot. And that sensor only works properly when there's bread in the slot. So, if you want your one slice to come out nice, you need to do what they recommend. And for the record... Appliances don't really have feelings, Bobby. You might not believe it, but I know for a fact that my washing machine is definitely vindictive and out to get me. Sue, do you have any thoughts about the idea of appliances with personalities? Oh, some people are always trying to anthropomorphize inanimate objects. It makes them feel more comfortable about things they really don't understand. I guess is a shortcut for just making the effort to properly educate themselves. But while we're on the subject of washing machines, I want to remind everyone that washing machines should always be installed with a catch pan with a drain in case there's a leak or when connection pipes rupture as they age. Is that a real problem, Sue? Oh, goodness, it sure is, Clancy. We make a load of money doing repairs and cleanup after washing machine supply lines rupture and then cause a flood. If you read the manual that comes with the machine, it usually recommends that those lines be replaced every five years or so. 
but just like software license agreement, nobody ever really reads those manuals, especially the sections about routine maintenance and preventative care. Hey, those software things are always just for somebody named Eula, so why should we all have to wade through them? Anyway, we still have more questions, don't we, Clancy? Listener Sky writes that her gramps told her to use only cold water with the undersink garbage disposal. She just rolled her eyes at him, but now she's feeling a little guilty, wondering if there might be some truth to what he said. I've never heard any rule about that, Clancy. How about you? Bobby, I have a vague recollection about something like that, but I'm really not sure one way or the other. Sue, only cold water in a garbage disposal? Is there any truth to that? Oh, darn tootin' there is. It used to be embossed, cold water only, right on the disposal attachment ring at the bottom of the sink. But since people lost the ability to read even the simplest of instructions, the industry just gave up and now saves the extra cost of embossing. That cold water keeps the grease solid during grinding, which in turn helps prevent it from clogging your downstream pipes and then having to call me to clean them out. You really should try to keep grease out of the drains anyway, since sewer systems everywhere are having probably huge balls of grease clogging them up. If you don't believe me, you just use that Google thing and look up what a fat bird is. But if you just have to be lazy and put grease down the drain, it's very important to use that cold water only. Thanks, Sue. I guess pouring my hot bacon grease down the drain every morning is a bit of a no-no. Bobby, I thought your doctor ordered you to lay off the bacon and eat something healthier for breakfast, like porridge. Yeah, I know. I was doing okay with that. I found a nice, multi-grain hot cereal that really satisfied me. But then, starting about a year ago, I couldn't find anything but oats in any store. They're just not satisfying enough. Funny, I noticed that too. It's still like that, but I discovered you can order all the constituent grains from independent millers and just make your own multi-grain mix. I can give you my recipe sometime, if you're interested. Thanks, Clancy. That sounds like a lot of work. Do we have more listener questions? Sorry to cut in, guys, but we just got another breaking news story we've got to go cover. I really hate to make you wrap it up, but please do. Well, Spoopy, I guess we can't complain since you've helped us out in a pinch here. But say, what's the breaking news? You think I was born yesterday? I'm not going to share our leads with you. You know I had to try, Spoopy. Well, Bobby, no fooling Spoopy. Looks like we have to wrap it up. Okay, Clancy. You've been listening to Bobby and Clancy's Meaningful Morning Show with home tips expert advice from Grumpy Sue's Home Services. Many thanks to the gracious temporary spot here today on Jollyville Radio, KJVR. Tune in another morning to hear us on our normal station, KOFF in Malakoff, 88.3 The Cough. Sue, are you still on the line? Can I ask you a question before we head off? Oh, what do you think I am? Some sort of philanthropic charity? If you want my time, you're going to have to set up a contract just like the Malakoff crew. Oh, well, okay. 
But out of curiosity, doesn't that kind of attitude hurt your business? Come to think of it, who's going to call a business called Grumpy Sue's anyway? <laughs> I guess you haven't heard about the extreme shortage of licensed tradespeople, huh? They're so scarce, we get paid more by the hour now than brain surgeons, and our work is far more delicate. I can be as grumpy as I want and still have more business than I know what to do with. And it's only going to get worse. The whole goddamn industry is aging out. These kids these days, they don't want to have anything to do with it. It's a pretty sweet deal, if you ask me. Great pay, no big student debt, job can't be outsourced to another country, and there's even technology innovation and new materials and ways to improve energy efficiency. Wow. Thanks for that important, if a little gruff, information. I hope some youth out there are listening. You're welcome. Non-contract time is $400 an hour, one hour minimum, plus transportation allowance. Look for my bill in the mail, KJVRI. Wait, transportation allowance? She was on the phone. Well, that was fun and informative, wasn't it, Spoopy? I sure hope we get another chance to showcase my collaboration skills soon. You've been listening to a special guest segment broadcast live from the field reporting van of Jollyville Radio, KJVR. I'm Chauncey Applegate. And I'm Spoopy the Boop. We're signing off for now, but please stay tuned for Community Beat with Uncle Asar. Jollyville Radio sends a shout out to Bennington, Vermont, population 15,764. How y'all doing? Illuminated, pervasive, pervasive. Awakening. awakening, announcing the all-new line of luxury alarm clocks by the designer Robert Cheerful. of bingo for the week of march 17th 2021 blake anthes in keller texas peter and mary in st petersburg florida and ben jespa calkin from denver cumbarambo yo to hear your name on jollyville radio play along at any time with episode 208 the bingo episode to download or request a free bingo card, go to jollyvilleproductions.com backslash bingo. Hey, hey, this is Uncle Asar. On this episode of Community B, we're bringing you a rebroadcast of an interview with Will Ross at the University of Texas at Austin. Enjoy. This is Jollyville Community Bee with Uncle Asar, where we turn the spotlight on good people doing great work in the real world. Today I'm speaking with Will Ross, staff advisor of UT Outpost, a food pantry and career closet for students attending the University of Texas at Austin. How's it going, Will Ross? It's good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So, Will, talk to us about UT Outpost. We found in a recent study that one in four of our students at UT deals with food insecurity. 
So you can imagine that's a pretty substantial um, portion of our population that are um, not knowing where the next meal comes from, de decreasing in their portion size just to make ends meet, or even just skipping meals uh, because they don't have enough food uh, to survive. And you can imagine if you're a student here and you're not uh, feeding your body if, as you should be, that your brain is starving. And so you won't be able to focus as well and be as successful in the classroom. So food insecurity is a, definitely a problem on our campus. And that's one thing that our program tries to do is combat that uh, by providing our students with um, a steady supply of food so they can get that nourishment, not be having to skip meals and ultimately be successful. Are food and clothing items bought by the university or donated? So we get our clothing donated to us, um, and a lot of that comes from students who have maybe an extra outfit, Texas Law um, Bar Association, and different uh, professional organizations, which is super awesome. And then we get our food also from students who are doing food, uh, food drives, faculty and staff doing the food drives. Um, and then we buy food from our uh, financial gifts. So those come from our donors who support the program. How can the public get involved with helping UT Outpost provide food and other items for students? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, public can get involved uh, by providing those, uh, that financial gift. Was, with those donor dollars, we're able to secure uh, food safely from our um, suppliers. And so, for example, on a weekly basis, we get fresh uh, produce from U.S. Foods and some key uh, food groups that are shelf-stable from U.S. foods. So we're talking about a canister of oatmeal. We're talking about bananas, avocados, um, apples, oranges, potatoes, all sorts of uh, things that our students can uh, create meals at home, but also be able to quickly create a you know breakfast, like if it is oatmeal whatnot. Um, so that's one of the biggest things that we need right now is the, the financial gifts so we can maintain um, that supply and get it directly from our uh, suppliers. Is there a web address or a email they can reach you at? So folks who are interested in making that financial gift, they can simply go to our website, which is honestly an easy Google search. If you type in UT Outpost, uh, UT Austin, you'll sh it's one of the first links that pops up. Um, if you go winter on our website, uh, there is a little link that says make a financial gift. You just click on that tile and it goes direct to, directly to the, uh, uh, the website to make those financial gifts. And it goes directly to our program so we can continue to serve our students and provide those meals that they need, especially now during COVID-19 and uh, making an even more impact on our students' lives. Thanks for talking to us today, Will Ross, and we wish you the best of the best. You all too. Thank you. Thank you. This has been Jollyville Community Beat with Uncle Asar. No one can do everything, but everyone can do something. Peace. The creative team that wrote and performed these episodes of Jollyville Radio includes Uncle Asar Alkabalon, Emily Ansonek, Michael Croza, Michelle Darcy, Richard Davies, Brian Green, Alan Kay, Pilar Kep, Robert Leary, Thomas Schlitt, Matt Waite, and KY's Denti. Lead editing by Dr. Monse Santian, with social media help by Emily Ansonek. Direction and music by Michael Croza. The recording was made in accordance with social distancing. 
Jollyville Radio is a product of Jollyville Brass Quintet. Member of Austin Creative Alliance, we are based in Austin, Texas. If you're enjoying Jollyville Radio, consider supporting us on Patreon. For a small monthly pledge, you have a big impact on the success of the show. Plus, depending on your pledge, you can get bonuses, like access to the script archives, letters from characters, and even a chance to hear your own voice on the show. Just go to patreon.com and search for Jollyville Radio. The credits were read by the writers of episodes 210 through 213. They are K. Wise Denty, Pilar Kep, Michael Frosa, Uncle Asar Alcabalon, Emily Ansonek, Brian Green. We'll see you next time on Jollyville Radio. Proud member of the Podnuga Network.